the protectors of the Wood Adventure Series. Episode number 150. Abby's Father. Abby suddenly awoke and sat up in alarm. There was no sound. She walked over near the door, waiting for her father, Dennis, to arrive. Half an hour went by. Abby filled two water bottles and moved a chair out front, waiting in the shade. Soon her father appeared around the corner of the cottage. He was carrying a small briefcase. Dad! He hugged her. Oh, it's wonderful to see you. But I'm boiling over from just walking up from the hospital. I need a cold glass of water. Oh, it's too hot for humans. Abby was thinking. Dad never carries a briefcase. What's that about? Abby handed him a water bottle and put her finger to her lips. Come, I want to show you something. She led him to the bird watcher's path and into the shade of the wild area. They stopped in front of the cave of vines. In a low voice, Abby said, I know it seems kind of strange, but I'm afraid we'll be overheard in the cottage, or even back here. Let's sit in the cave and talk softly. Dennis stared in surprise, and then quietly slipped into the cave and sat cross-legged, his briefcase beside him. Abby joined him in the small space. He drank water in huge gulps. Dennis seemed perfectly comfortable in the tiny cave. He raised his hand. No explanation necessary. Actually, what I have to say deserves this much care and privacy. I'm relieved to see that you know that. You're making me proud, giving me confidence we're going in the right direction. Dennis was studying Abby's face in a way that made her nervous, but she didn't look away. We have very little time, and I need to leave this briefcase with you today. In Rivergate, our talk about the map stick was cut short, and there are things I must get off my mind. You don't know how it haunts me. I'm ready. Uh, where's the map stick now? Abby described Tuck's special room for treasures. You'll have to put this in there as well. Dennis set the briefcase between them. It was a large rectangle of brownish-red leather, hard, heavy, and barely large enough to accommodate normal sheets of paper. In one way, this is more dangerous than the map stick itself. Dennis ran his finger over four small dials in the bronze plate above the handle and showed it to his daughter. See the combination? P-R-O-T for protectors? Don't forget. He opened the top and withdrew three folders of paper. I've spoken to Sonny. I know he's given you a lot of background on the map stick, and I won't repeat it today. But one very important thing he doesn't know 
or at least won't discuss or even hint at, is on these sheets of paper. You see, the map stick really is a map. It took me years to figure it out, and now I will hand the secret to you. You'll see why I'm glad to be whispering in here. <sighs> these papers include two maps as well as notes about the things I've discovered or guessed. I'm going to run through this explanation quickly. It's already late in the day and your mother will wonder where we are. In an hour we have to catch the boat. You'll have to study this material on your own and soon you should spend a couple of days with us in Rivergate. I'll try to answer any questions then. Hurry then, tell me. He opened the first folder, took out six sheets of paper, and laid them out in pairs, lengthwise, on the uneven ground. This is a very detailed rendering of about a quarter of the map stick. I wish we could lay out the whole thing on a wide floor today, but this will be enough to get you started. This drawing is done on a scale about twice the size of the map stick. I've tried to copy every tiny mark and had to use a magnifying class to do it. At first it seemed incomprehensible, but gradually I began to notice a consistent method in the chaos, and finally I became certain this is a map of the caves and tunnels under Hidden Valley and the surrounding plateau, with a few tunnels even crossing under the Half Moon River. He pointed to the far edge of his line of papers. The map begins here, at the western edge of the plateau near Rivergate and the wetland. That's the very bottom of the map stick. The map runs east along the Half Moon Cliffs. At the top of the map stick, the tunnels are nearly all the way to Evansville. This double line here represents the Half Moon River. You can see here a line crossing the river with parallel lines on top. Of course, meaning the tunnel is under the river. And see these two diagonal marks? That means the tunnel is in the second layer underground. Abby stared at the tangled web, mostly a combination of small circles linked together with wandering lines. But a closer look revealed many smaller details, such as tiny arrowheads pointing ahead on some lines, spirals in many of the oval or circular shapes, and many designs that could be pictographs with a specific meaning. Many lines had a few barely visible diagonal marks along the side. Are you sure? I mean, that's a lot of caves and tunnels. I know there are few, but no one has hinted at anything like this. Is it even possible? Oh, over the years, I've done a lot of research. I won't go into the geology of it now, but take my word for it. Yes, it is possible. There are similar places around the world with hundreds of miles of underground tunnels and caverns on different levels. These marks show the depth of the tunnels in layers from one to five. There might be about 300 miles altogether, or at least there were when the map stick was made. That was perhaps thousands of years ago. The underground rivers create changes. The moisture dripping through the levels create new tunnels and caverns and can cause tunnels to collapse. 
What about these lines in a lot of the caves? And these other pictures or figures? Oh, I can't describe all that now. You can check my notes for details. But one thing we must go over are the spiral designs in many of the caves. I believe the spiral is a symbol of Dreamstone. Abby blinked. The world seemed to go dark for a second. And when it came back into focus, it seemed different. Her own internal map of the world had expanded into a larger totality. The underground was now a whole level of experience, a personal reality. You know, there are legends, stories of all kinds handed down in Vervicate that at least hint at underground travel and underground marvels of various kinds. I know. Sonny's father told me these stories in the Young Warriors Club. Often a warrior had the power to fly both above and below ground. But, Dad, I was overwhelmed. This means there's Dreamstone all over this place. Well, yes. I think the size of these caves and the spirals allow us to guess at the quantity. Some caves have very tiny spirals. The central, probably very grand cave that has a large symbol here, like a stick with two forked ends. I believe most caves have very small amounts of dreamstone. And that central cave has an exceedingly large amount. A few are in between. But I see no spirals in the central cave. I think that forked stick has many meanings, one of which is dreamstone. This cave must be a fascinating place. That symbol in it usually means the world tree, the connection between heaven, the surface of the earth, and the underground. It also means a person or people implying that we include all three worlds as a part of ourselves. Dad, I'm so surprised. I really didn't know you were involved in all this. Oh. It's only recently that I began to understand most of what I've said today, and there's more to come. Of the earth. 
Gone. 